Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I'm back after, well, the summer hiatus. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, a lot of my listeners are experiencing the winter at the moment, so I'm sorry, we're enjoying the sun down south. And it's amazing! Um, I had so many dramas, my computer decided to shit itself, I decided to basically die on my ass, so when my stomach exploded and I had a bunch of internal bleeding, which was super fun, um, okay-ish now, <laughs> I'm sort of, yeah, still grasping for life, but look, this the show must go on and, uh, you know, talking about your favourite reality shows is really... You know, what gets me through these dark, dark times and joining me today to recap uh, Married at First Sight Australia, the very first week, we'll be doing it in, um, I'll be covering it in weekly doses because there's four episodes a week and look, girls got to sleep at some point. So I'm going to do it all in one kind of package episode once a week. It is Jacques Peterson. He's an entertainment journalist from Sydney a K-pop addict, and, of course, a reality TV show lover. Thank you so much for joining me, Jacques. Thanks for having me. Oh, my God, that intro. I hope you're okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't tend to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) No, your health problems. I was like, oh, my God, okay, Uh, let's go. I love that. Honestly. Putting it all out there. (laughs) Well, I've been covering it a little bit in – I've been covering MAFS uh, US with Erin Martin from the Pink Shade podcast. Pop over there, guys, if you haven't heard it. We are just having the time of our young lives covering that shit show. But, um, yeah, I've been talking a little bit a lot about, because I had to take a week off, about this peptic ulcer in my stomach that exploded and it was just a bloody nightmare. So <laughs> I'm just Literally. keeping everything. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It was just ridiculous. I was in so much pain. I went like hobbled into the doctor and he's just taken one, taken one look at me and called an ambulance. So it was all very housewives and very dramatic. It was, it was actually amazing. And I lived out one of my dreams of being whisked away in an ambulance but um yeah since then Gumbleson moment such oh my god if I had a sheet <laughs> over my head and was you know like moaning in pain it would have been Vicky all over R.I.P. Vicky Gumbleson um we're losing losing the the queen of the OC next season which is very tragic also losing Tamara which I know you're gutted about but you're the only person on the face of the planet <laughs> Tamara's the true queen of the OC and (laughs) I've heard that she may be back in the future so we'll see don't count chickens just yet I don't think you've seen the last of Tamara oh god I'm sure that's true (laughs) sadly enough but we are here to discuss Married at First Sight and you and I are both tragics that uh, applied for this show (laughs) once upon a time (laughs) what made you decide to take the plunge um, yeah, so I applied for the last season that aired. So the season, uh, with had like Jessica power and, uh, Ines and all of the drama. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of just applied for fun. I didn't expect to even get called back. I got to the last round and then they cut me a few weeks before filming, uh, because they said they so couldn't rich. find me a match. Yeah. And then they didn't end up having a gay couple that season. And then obviously they do have a gay couple this oh season. Oh my God. That two lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing if you were the first 
uh, gay couple on the show. Oh, damn. Yeah, well, they actually they actually had a gay couple back in season three years ago, but the show was a lot different back then. It was a lot shorter. It you know it wasn't on like four times a week with dinner parties and and commitment ceremonies. The original kind of version of Maps was more similar to the American version, and now they've right. just completely supersized it and gone crazy. It is hectic. So this is the, is this the third season of kind of the new round? Because I was like, how yeah. did we get to season seven? Because I didn't watch yeah. it originally. That that yeah, old school episodes. Yeah, so they expanded the show massively in season four. That was the first time, and that did really well. And then season five, they went even further, and season five was just like a complete blockbuster, and then they've kept it up since. So it's, you know, it's it's turned into pretty much the biggest show on TV now. Yeah, I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving all of these, their faces, <laughs> the girls' faces. <laughs> It's, it really is like watching the poor man's housewives. You know, everyone's nipped and tucked and, um, like, fillers to the brink oh, gets, of their it skin. Gets worse every, it gets worse every year. They started doing that kind of casting in season four and then they upped it a little bit more season five than last year. And now this year it's just every single every single bride this year is a massive bogan covered in tattoos, lip fillers. <laughs> like, it's insane. There's one bride that... She hasn't even come on the show yet. I think her wedding's next week and she's like 25 and she looks about 40. Oh, my God. I actually kind of feel like you just described me a massive bogan <laughs> with lip filler and tattoos. I'm like, oh, shit. Why didn't I get go on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always next season. <laughs> no, see, you applied because, like, in good fun and whatever. I applied because I was in a really bad place in my life and I was like, somebody love me. So, look, I'm really glad I spoke to my psych first. I've covered this on the Pink Shade podcast, but I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. And I have told her some real gnarly shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. And this was the first time she was like, she, like, needed to calm herself, take a breath. It made her so uncomfortable. She's like, I'm really sorry. I'm having a, a visceral reaction to that. Like, okay, maybe I won't. <laughs> I work yeah, with I mean, my mental health. It's really that. intense, as you can see. I think they put mm-hmm. the participants through a lot. I think you can get lucky and and have a good match because there have been some some good matches that have come out of it and there have been people that have come out of it and they've learned a lot, but there's also other people that have had the absolute worst time of their life doing this show. So it is a really huge gamble if you're going into it, I think. Yeah, I think that's that's reality TV. Like, like that learn like the best thing that can come out of it is you learn about yourself you're like okay that's how they try and sell temptation island uh in the u.s as well look you're gonna learn a lot about your relationship and everyone's like yeah i learned i hate my fucking partner (laughs) (laughs) well let's get into the couples all right so we start off with poppy and luke poppy's 38 i didn't catch luke's age but i'm assuming he's about the same he looks about it to me did you catch it at all um, yeah, I think he's around that age. I can't yeah. remember, mid-30s somewhere. She refers to her, she got twin boys. Her ex-husband uh, was having an affair and she found out while well, they were six weeks old and she was still breastfeeding her little boys. I mean, what a dick. But I was obsessed with her calling them <laughs> Cock and Block. <laughs> That's her name for her <laughs> twin boys. 
I cannot stand her because I feel like every little joke that she has, she has rehearsed. Nothing really feels off the cuff because, you know, when she, she had that line they used in the trailer where she said that her husband had a terrible workplace accident. He fell into his co-worker's vagina, which is funny, (laughs) but she also used that in her audition tape and then she used it in her introduction. And then I, saw another interview with her and she said she was practicing the line on Uber drivers. So no. I find her very Scripted. contrived. I really yeah. do not like her. She really oh, irritates me. That's turned me off her as well. Cause I was, yeah, I thought she was quite witty and funny, but hearing that is annoying. And also the fact that she, we essentially lost an entire episode just to her being, uh, losing her mind about having a pimple that look, I couldn't even see, um, once the makeup artist was done with her. So like that was a lot. She she seriously let like she was she sort of lied to the camera and was like, oh, I just miss my boys and I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. We all know you are losing your marbles about a pimple girl. Like, don't play me like yeah, that. It was superficial <laughs> things. I mean, I think it was the pimple, and then I think it was. I don't think she was attracted to her match. Oh, you uh, don't so think I think so. that added. Mm. No, I think that added her anxiety, and then I think she is making it. I mean, the, what I got from her wedding so you know she starts off really hopeful and optimistic for it and then you know she's at the altar as we see and after she meets Luke she starts basically freaking out and not wanting to do it and I felt like she was self-sabotaging I think she's probably someone that that does that a lot and comes up with excuses to 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 sabotage things in her own life that's what I got from it Mm, interesting I that sucks because I really like Luke I hope they work out because he's like my favorite guy match of of all of them I think so far anyway he's like this kind of yeah he seems genuine he's a FIFO worker which is fly in fly out um he he's kind of this big burly bearded man he's got a good sense of humor he seems even though she was being like total ass hat all day he was like you know smiling along trying to hold it together trying to keep her happy He was at one stage, he even called it a whole train wreck, but he said it with a smile on his face. He really is just kind of, I don't know, like a a good Aussie bloke, I think. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like going into this experiment, look, it is a TV show. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to be that, that lucky couple that gets matched with true love or you've got a train wreck match. So I think if you get to the altar, you have a nice guy like Luke, I think breathe a sigh of relief and just get what you can get out of the experiment. Um, the, the way that and you know like so many people apply for this show like I think it's like 15,000 people a season and you know people that are lots of people I'm sure that are applying for the right reasons and then to kind of have her get there and want to bail on her wedding day and taking a spot from someone else that you know some other single mum that that wants to get married hey it could have been you so and annoying. me we could have been <laughs> standing up there with <laughs> luke <laughs> <laughs> she should be grateful <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh kathy who's 26 and josh 28 i love these two he again he's like as, as he sees her come out she's one of these kind of um you know blown out lips and eyelash extensions and all this like she looks very put yeah. together but she's pretty she's really cute and again she is a massive bogan but he is just like I don't know I loved I wrote down everything he said as she was walking out he's like oh struth you bloody ripper holy <laughs> dooly I'm like yeah he uh 
he's got the feels right away. He thinks she is smoking hot. He cannot believe his luck. <laughs> yeah, look, I do not like this couple. I think they're so what? boring. Um, I just, you know, one of the things about this show, especially I know you haven't seen the last few seasons, yeah. but they usually cast very big, very wacky characters. And this season they have toned it down a bit more. It's more kind of like your typical sort of bogan. And which is fine, but I don't know. I mean, they're cute, I guess. They have a physical connection. Um, I don't think their personalities are that interesting. I don't think either of them would have any trouble finding love in the real world. I mean, she's really cute. She's put a lot of, she's worked on herself a lot. Like you said, she's all blown out with the lips and, you know, she looks good, like good for her. He is, you know, a nice Aussie guy. He's really cute. Um, you know, they're fine whatever like <laughs> good fine. for them I just a bit boring yeah you're right like I, I was sort of thinking as I looked at him like yeah he's an Aussie larrikin but he's that kind of guy that's gonna wear thongs or flip-flops as um, <laughs> yeah. Americans would say uh, everywhere like yeah to the shopping center but also to the pub and you know also everywhere he goes is wearing flip-flops and uh, uh, probably a wife beater so I'm like all right calm down yeah mate. look she to me <laughs> just seems like one of the typical people that's on there for Instagram followers I yeah mean, okay you know like come on she's 26 like give me a break well there's a lot of young ones the next couple Natasha and Mikey she's oh. 26 he's 28 as well and look <laughs> This couple is a fucking joke. This one they've got to have put together. <laughs> I know. They're, like, so, they're so bad. I cannot believe that they put this Natasha on the show at all. Did you so think... So embarrassed. This, this is shady. Okay, when you saw her, did you think straight away she's a, a sugar baby or an yeah. escort or something? Uh, 100%. Yes. Well, and she's like, you know... She has to do her, um, she, like, she lists it at some point. She does her fat freezing. She has injections every night for tan. And, like, yeah, that's very obvious. She looks insane, especially standing next to her pasty little husband, who looks 12, by the way. She is going to eat him alive. I'm so uncomfortable. Everyone she's dated before is at least 20, 25 years older than her. Yeah, she said she dates 50-year-olds usually. Oh, my God. And she's looking at him like he's like he is a, a primary school kid. <laughs> It's a, it's a horrible match, you know. So he's this he's this sweet baby-faced guy that works in... And uh, I think he he manages his family's nursing home and he looks after his intellectually disabled aunt and she's this plastic blown out <laughs> alpha female no. sugar baby. And I just, you know, like I get you've got to match people for drama and they, I, I didn't mind her personality. No, like, I don't it's know. It's just a I, bad match. I, yeah, I just thought it's a bad match and she's not, why is she on this TV show? Like, she would probably be really good on Love Island or Temptation Island or like, I'm sure there's a show out there for her. She Married at making, First Sight is not in. She'd be making so much more money if she just stuck with her 50 year old sugar daddy. I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe he had totally. a heart attack or something. And she you know, she's already, she's already out doing like, like appearances and stuff mm, from the show. God, like she's already, she's booked some, yeah, she's going to be at like some pub or something next week doing a Q&A. Some like, pub. It's like, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're ridiculous. Oh God. Yeah, no, he, he is, he's so sweet, but I, I want more for him. 
Uh, we all want more for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I felt like seeing seeing those two, the only reasoning I could could come up with was because he is such a sweet guy and even just from his looks, he has that innocent sort of face. I feel like maybe they just put them together because they obviously want her to cheat with one of the other grooms and they, yeah. they want the storyline of, you know, sweet Mikey get yeah. screwed over by this femme fatale. That's the only no. thing I, I could see from those two because oh it's just such a bad match. It's awful. Yeah, it's going to make for good TV, but it's going to be – that's going to be one of the hardest ones to watch, I think. Yeah, I think they're going to fizzle out quite quickly as well unless she – maybe she'll fake it to stay on the show longer. I don't know, but I'm just – yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, another – difficult couple is is our first ever lesbian couple amanda and tash so they're both early 30s 34 31 um i i don't know i like at the at the we'll get to the um the honeymoon a bit later but it looked like at the ceremony i was buying it everyone was crying the vows were gorgeous i loved how amanda when she was describing herself she's you know, she was some saying that sometimes she worries that she's not enough um, for a family or for herself. And, you know, then she's like, and then I slap myself in the face and go, you know, you're more than enough. I was like, yes, like <laughs> praise Lizzo. Let's do it. Body love. But it all shattered. And I think we just have to jump straight ahead to honeymoon quickly with them because shit hit the mother effing fan okay well first of all they do they do have some joke about lesbian couples about how they bring a u-haul on the second date or something (laughs) to move in together (laughs) as in they get really intense really fast and it doesn't last which you know they say that the, the the point of married at first sight is it's kind of like a a 12-month relationship or something condensed into 12 weeks and that's kind of what we saw we saw them so intense at the at the wedding I mean that was one of the most intense passionate weddings we've seen they were like making out they were practically professing their love for each other yeah and then by the honeymoon it was just all fell apart (laughs) we had two days later oh (laughs) Amanda was just I you know how do I even put this? You know, I could see where they were both coming from. Amanda is a bit scary, very intense, um, t- way too much. But at the same time, I felt like Tash isn't giving everything to the ex- the experiment that she could, and I could just see where they're both coming from. Yeah, I know. If if it, this wasn't the show, if I was just watching that conversation on, like, a regular dating show or, you know, in the real world, but I don't really venture out there very often, so I'm not sure. But I was like, if a man said any of the shit Amanda is saying to Tash right now, like about, you know, she's not really working on it. She doesn't like sleeping in separate rooms, isn't isn't trying and, you know, kind of putting all this like really strong pressure on Tash, um, the poor man's Jesse J. I was like, (laughs) geez, this is she's quite mean and abusive. I was actually a little bit scared of her from the start. She's so, yeah, Mm. she does come off a little bit emotionally abusive, like you're saying. Yeah, but then you think, like, you've risked everything going on this show. You just want to see that the person you're trying this with is also trying. So I can't, yeah, like you, I see both sides, but fuck me, this is going to be a a heavy one to watch. 
Yeah, I know. And you know what? They're actually the best TV so far. Gay couples are just so dramatic. I can say that because I'm gay, <laughs> but they really are. Like, if you the, the first gay couple they had in season three it was pretty much the same. It was like falling to pieces by the honeymoon. But it's Yay. it's fascinating <laughs> to watch. It's it's really good to watch. But um, no, I know about Amanda because it is. This is a very unique um, experience, and. Yeah. I think for Tash to not be taking it as seriously, even though Amanda is putting way too much pressure on her. I yeah. can see where Amanda's coming from. And you know what? If you've been paying attention to the media, if you're looking at, like, the tabloids or Daily Mail or anything, Tash is out doing all of these clearly fake paparazzi photos and, and set-up photos with people, and it it's kind of clear that she wasn't there for the right reasons. So even though they can't really break the fourth wall on Married at First Sight, maybe what we're seeing is... Amanda's frustration because she's seeing, okay, like you actually just came on here for TV, whereas I came right. on here for love and for the right reasons, and you're not you're not giving it all that you should. So I think maybe that's part of Amanda's breakdown yeah, and that realization yeah. of like I've really put everything on the line to come here, and I thought that this experience would be one thing, and you know I've I've gotten a match with just someone that's here for Instagram. Oh my basically. god, that would be so annoying. And yeah. I mean, even just the scene <laughs> of Tash sitting on the couch meditating or just staring <laughs> forward blankly at the camera for three hours, that was freaking terrifying. So look, I'm not put saying Amanda's all bad and Tash is an angel. I think this is again a bad match. Yeah, I agree. Watch. Finally, we have Chris, 37, who's a youth worker, and Vanessa, the recovered mm. drug addict, who is... Oh, no, no sorry. No, Hayley's no, sorry. the drug addict. Hayley's the yeah. drug addict. So we've got, still got two more couples. Hang on, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Let's get back to to Hayley because um, that's all very exciting. <laughs> so she's the bodybuilder, 32-year-old bodybuilder, um, reformed drug addict, and David, the combat sportsman who now lives on a farm because he had an injury. This is a, a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So think? we should add that she's – so she was a, a meth and ice addict for 10 years and – he has conservative Christian parents, oh, which <laughs> probably not the best match, but he does seem a bit rough. So they have a lot of chemistry at their wedding. They have chemistry. The parents, I mean, they cannot smile for the death of them. They are so unhappy. You can just see oh, them seething But wouldn't inside. you be if yes. you saw that was who your son was getting married to? This you just crazy... She's she's insane. Like she, she's off a rocker. She's absolutely mental, and she gets up and beatboxes and crumps during the speeches. Says something <laughs> to the dad about you know like why don't you kiss your wife or like some shit. She is so bogus. She's dropping f f bombs at the altar. At the altar, left, right, and center, and the parents don't like. You can tell they've never swore in their life. They might be like. Oh, dang nabbit. And then for the rest of the week, they're repenting their sins. So, yeah, this is oh, – and she has that awkward interaction with the father at um, at the the reception when they're having oh, dinner. Yeah. Um, she calls – what does she call the son? A, a country bumpkin. And she oh, yeah. calls herself the noisy city girl. And um, – the dad's like, well, I wouldn't call him a country bumpkin. <laughs> oh, she clearly has no filter, which is obviously good for a show like this because you don't want people that are holding back. Um, 
but yeah and she doesn't I don't think she has self-awareness because she doesn't seem to gauge that the parents don't like her because in all of her confessionals she's like oh this is going great this family love me you know this is fantastic whereas like she's just not reading the room at all that's almost my favorite part of the whole thing is that just how oblivious <laughs> she is <laughs> they're all just but, like you know, and she's like yeah this is great isn't it are we all having fun <laughs> but you know i've got to say i something about her is really likable i i know she's probably a villain but i i don't know i kind of liked her i kind of she... like her too you know, <laughs> you know where you stand with people like that you know yeah I don't 100%. Like, yeah it's the people like the poppies of the world that are scripted <laughs> that you have to yeah. worry about you know someone like That's this true. i'm like look if she doesn't like you, she'll tell you. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, I'm terrified and I've definitely swerved to the other side of the room, but at least you know where you stand. And, yeah, yeah I think that's that. – I like that. All right. Well, that and she seems us... – I think – sorry, just to add, no, I yeah, do think course. that she's there for – I think she's there for the right reasons. I mean, I maybe no she wants I have no idea how she ended up there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she I know, stumbled it's... into the set one day. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> totally. But, I mean, she seems like she's excited to just embrace the whole experience, I think. Oh, I don't know. It's so hard to tell with life. these. It's hard to tell with these people because I've met I've met some of them from past seasons and um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a – it's just a – blurred line like yes they are there for fame but they also do go in a lot of them do go in hoping for the best like relationship wise and wanting yeah. to go so you know it can be both <laughs> I think that's the thing about re- I always think this about reality tv at the end of the day even if you're there for the right reasons even if it's something you know like master chef if you want to be a chef you know you can be a chef like <laughs> there are ways to yeah. do it without tv you know you just follow the the process but as soon as you add TV and film to it, it does, t- it changes the entire, uh, it, it changes the whole reason you're doing it to at least a little bit of narcissism. So, yeah, it could look, be both, I think. Absolutely. Look, I, I am so all for it because it is the, what runs my life um, in very many ways. <laughs> so I'm not asking anyone to stop anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Chris, 37, who is the youth worker, and Vanessa. I didn't catch uh, her job or if she if she's working, she's but she's farm- the one. She's a pharmacy manager. Oh, she's a pharmacy <laughs> manager. Okay. She's the one with an- – we've got another pimple storyline um, going on. <laughs> she's got seriously low self-esteem because she has uh, adult acne and it's quite – bad and so even though they make her look completely gorgeous you can't see a pimple at all she has this internal self-doubt that you know she I think she assumes that every guy just won't be attracted to her so she's just kind of like it's the most for me this was the most awkward wedding because she just completely shuts down assuming straight away that he won't find her attractive and like to protect herself almost she just kind of goes into her shell yeah, I am. Um, and, you know, it's hard too because he's, and he's really good looking. He's a really good looking guy. We get to see him with his shirt off on the honeymoon. He has amazing body. So, 
you know, she's on T she's on TV, so obviously she's got the pressure of television, then she's matched with this hot guy. And I mean her acne scars are really bad. Like she shows us that in her introduction package, she shows us when she had her acne breakouts, which are yeah. really, really extreme. And then she shows us the acne the acne scars and she is very scarred, but she seems to have a nice personality and she's still pretty. She's got a um, beautiful face. Yeah, look- we've all got flaws. I think she's really good casting. I think um like I understand that you do need to have the, you know, the fake, the the plastic people for for some drama and everything, but you can go too far. Like Natasha, we talked about, like why is Natasha on the show? I think someone like Vanessa is really good because I think you can all relate to what Vanessa's going through. Like even if you don't totally. have acne scars, we all have things that we're self conscious about and. Yeah, we all have insecurities and it was really cute. Um, we can sort of transition into honeymoon with these two. You know, when Chris tells her on the beach that he's attracted to her, you can see she instantly relaxed and yep. she just has the biggest smile on her face because she just, I mean, you can just tell she's never really heard that before or at least her own self-talk is so loud that it drowns out anyone else's compliments. So I was really happy and relieved for her when when he kind of gave her the affirmation that she needed well imagine how scary it would be i mean it's it's scary enough in real life meeting someone from tinder or something for a date and wondering oh are they yeah. going to be attracted to me in person imagine the intensity of you know married at first sight with cameras and like all of australia is going to see it it would be awful so i mean good on her for for you know getting it together and being able to go through it and um she's cute i'm interested to see their story though I don't know how much of a genuine connection I I I don't know how much of a real connection is there so far I'm not really seeing it yet even though there was some cute moments on the honeymoon but I guess we'll see how it goes how it progresses yeah and like speaking of tinder I don't even I mean I don't I don't do it anymore because it's soul destroying but when I used to use it (laughs) uh, you know how lots of people they filter the shit out of their photos and they look so much better than in real life. Yeah. Well, I almost do the opposite because I'm like, if I just put like the shittiest photo of me ever on here, then whatever I present myself as is going to be better. And <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if you they know turn up, it's of, all good. A lot of people do. I do this too. You really put like, you put the good flattering photos first, but then it's like, you don't want to feel like a catfish. So you kind of yeah. put like a not very good filtered one, like last. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, make sure you got one, at least one full body shot in there in case they're yeah. like, oh, she's a heifer or like, <laughs> you don't want them totally. to be like, oh my God, the tactics. What a world we live in. I can't even no. deal with it. All right, no. let's power through this honeymoon. So Look, we we, ha- we have to talk about Amanda and Tash. This was just so awkward. They have this, well, Amanda screams at Tash um, on the oh. beach because Tash hides in her room, locks the door for three hours and doesn't come out. And then when she does venture out, she's like, I'm just going to read my book. And Amanda can't handle it. She's like, well, I've just been lying on the beach alone all day. You don't want to talk to me, which, like we said before, you know, it's kind of not the point of the experiment. You have to get to know each other. Yeah, but 100%. then yeah, Amanda lashes out, and it just—it's just super awkward, and it's that kind Intensity. of. It comes yeah. off. It it does come off like a um a possess a possessive insecure boyfriend who he, you know he's not getting the attention that he wants from his girlfriend. So it's kind of like emotional manipulation, and honestly. Um, 
oh, I feel bad for saying this, but like Amanda's kind of scary. Like she's very strong. She's like a strength coach. Um, she's more on the butch side than Tash. She is so intense emotionally, so full on, like and kind of like screw loose. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would I would feel a little very intimidated around her. I think she's just a lot of energy emotionally and physically and um I don't know, maybe I would hide in my room if I was Tash. <laughs> <laughs> so many emotions coming out of that gal. And, uh, yeah, it is a lot, especially in the first, what, they've known each other two, three days. It's a lot to take in. So, look, I, I get it. We've got Haley and David on. Um, this is probably the oh. only other real interesting um, honeymoon experience thus far. Haley and David, uh, who is the truck driver and the ex-addict, now bodybuilder, and static term bodybuilder yeah 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 <laughs> which you know this is kind of a common story you got to sw- switch it to a healthy healthy addiction yeah. but it's still pretty intense yeah. she kind of teases him or berates him about how only making 25 dollars an hour she's like this is not gonna cut it for me which she now denies saying um she's i believe she said it of course she said it. We didn't see it, but of course she said it. Someone has that footage somewhere or at least yep. the audio and it's going to come out and it's not going to look good. She yeah, she absolutely said it. So, yeah, so the full thing was apparently because their honeymoon was going great. They were getting along really well. They seemed to have a uh, physical and emotional connection. And then apparently when the cameras went down and when he told her that he earns $25 an hour as a truck driver – she, yeah, said, oh, that's not going to cut it, mate. Um, and that turned into a whole thing. I thought this storyline was really good because I think everyone can relate to that. And obviously that's a sore point for a man. I mean, you know, we yeah. look at a man as like a financial provider and then to have a, a love interest, a girlfriend, whatever, say you're not earning enough, you're not good enough. That That's like, that's basically like saying you've got a small penis. Like that's really <laughs> down. Like that that's harsh. Like that's one of those things that you really don't want to go through. Yeah, that and would I think suck. a lot of people can relate to this. And, and aside from that, I mean, is she even working? Because as far as I know, bodybuilder <laughs> isn't a job. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm That's why she confused. wants him to be rich. <laughs> apparently look i read an interview with her and she said she was a fine she was a financial analyst and she was a, a functioning ice addict and that she oh made God. good money but i don't know i you know what like i've just learned with reality television you can never trust what their career is listed i mean we've seen um we've seen like the bachelor and stuff the someone dolphin, will say the one i'll never forget on the bachelor is when that girl was dolphin trainer no she was like aspiring dolphin trainer you 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 had an idea once (laughs) i know they'll they'll say like health coach and it just means that they're an instagram model like a wellness instagram model or something so with green smoothies once in a while yeah exactly so look i don't know but I think that that yeah that fight was really inter- was really interesting and to see how quickly um, their relationship went downhill and then when they started confronting each other he brought up that she smokes too much so they had this whole argument about how she's smoking too much and she said no she's only had you know four cigarettes in in four days and they just seem really unhappy by the end of it he asked for a different hotel room <laughs> well and and the quote of the episode 
oh, the quote of the week is if I had a ticket, I would run to the airport until my feet bled. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that Dave? was from David and that was just gold. I know. I'm just what I'm worried about though is that, you know, Haley and David and Tash and Amanda are the most compelling parts of the season so far. And they I don't they can't last that long, surely. I mean, because their relationships are a mess. So um I know, but I gotta say, um, in the first couple episodes of the US version that I'm watching at the moment there's a couple and he flat out told her day one of the honeymoon that he wasn't attracted to her he's this gorgeous model and she's like a beautiful classy looking gal but you know not like um the, the like this blonde bombshell that I guess he's used to or the models that he shoots with and she's just and he's just like so what do we do about that She's like, what do you mean? What do we do about it? What do you want me to do? Like, get a, get a plans, get a new face. Like, I don't know. Yep. <laughs> He's just That's like, so yeah, sorry, I'm just not attracted to you. Sorry, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> and look, oh. they've been able to have a few dates and kind of keep it going. So, look, okay, I'm sure they've signed see. a contract that forces them to stay together for at least a few more episodes. So let's, well, let's just... do you know this? Do you know the spoiler about Haley and David? It's already been all over the media and confirmed. No, should we? Oh re- my god, feel it. Spoiler yeah, alert it, coming. If you it's don't, spoiler don't alert, but it's it's all over the media, so it's not like it's yeah. been published in all the papers. So he um, scrubs the toilet with her toothbrush <gasps> because because he said she was leaving skid marks on the toilet. No. He scrubs it and then and films it and then <laughs> it comes out and then they can they confront it at the reunion. What are you even saying <laughs> right now? I know. What are these it's words? Insane. No. I know. Well, that's oh what happens when God. you hire a bunch of fucking bogans for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. So I guess we've got more to come from them. His parents. His parents will disown him. They're going to be so mortified. Oh, he's going to have to go back to Bible study, honestly. Yeah, I know. So we're obviously going to get some drama. Oh, and you know what? I can say I've seen seen one of the episodes that hasn't aired yet, and there's a really exciting couple coming up, Um, Ivan and Alex. They're ones to watch for sure. So, so is there just it, one more couple coming in? No, so we have four more couples. We have Oh my god. Um, yeah, so and then we have intruder couples later on. So we've got um Ivan and Alex. They have the quote unquote wog wedding. Don't don't attack me for <laughs> saying something I'm not supposed to. That's what they say on the episode. Um we've got Ivan and Alex, um, two real estate agents. Then we have uh Connie and Michael. Um, is that his name, Michael? I'm not sure. We have Connie. You might have seen her in the promos. She's the lonely bride. She has, like, really low self-confidence, <laughs> and she says people don't find her attractive. Oh, another one. Um, they're getting married, yeah, and then we have another two couples, and then that's it for a while, and then halfway through the season we're getting two intruder couples, including um, Elizabeth, who was on last season of Maps, so they brought her back as an oh intruder bride. What a wild, <laughs> wild ride. Thank you so much for joining me, Jacques Peterson. Tell us where we can find you, where we can connect with you on the socials, and hopefully we'll be able to do this again and shoot the shit about these insane people. 
Yep, definitely. Um, you can get me on Twitter. I live on Twitter. I'm pretty much <laughs> tweeting like 24 hours a right day. Now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, Arcadie blog, A-R-C-A-D-E-Y-B-L-O-G on Twitter. That's where I am. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Look, thank it's so going to be... You are so welcome. It's going to be an absolute shitstorm and I can't wait to just watch all every second of it. (laughs) (laughs) Neither can I. 